we invest in that thing. We invest in that relationship because we've decided consciously or unconsciously at some point that this is where I'm going to get my joy. This is what's going to make my life good, you know, this business. So I'm going to pour everything into it uh, and then it's going to give back to me. And, you know, and sometimes it does. Ideally, that's what happens. But I would just invite anybody that's in that situation now to just really let it sink in that that outside entity, be it the relationship or the business or the family, is not the source of your happiness. You are. Welcome back to the Balance Bowley podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Rinthikman, excited to be back in the house with you today. Oh, you ambitiously bold and brave people that are out here today. I am thrilled to be in the house with you. This month has already kicked off in a phenomenal way. We are steep in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Month. There's all kinds of juiciness that's coming. Hopefully, you are already taking care of yourself and you know how important it is. But just in case you had questions, just in case you were wondering, well, Nikita, I have a lot of stuff going on. I'm not sure about who I am anymore. I feel like I'm lost in the sauce. We're halfway through the year and I feel all over the place. Well, buckle up, sit tight, tune in because I am bringing to you Dot. Erin Moore to the house. She's the heartbreak doctor who helps women heal their heart so they can show the world who they really are. And for a few brave men of you who are listening to this too, tune in. Don't think this isn't for you too because she can help you as well, boo. Pay attention. She's a licensed naturopathic physician and an expert in mind-body medicine, okay? She's committed to helping women heal deeply from their past and has a passion for teaching self-healing through the concept of self-marriage. The creator of the We Are The Ones, the one and only self-marriage program on the market, Dr. Erin Moore has shown up and shown out fully for our Women's Self-Care Guild in the world. We love her here at Team Fig Pro. She is dynamic and phenomenal. Welcome, Dr. Erin Moore, to the Balance Bowie Podcast. How are you today? Woo! I feel like I should be like busting through with the fog and lights flashing. That was a great intro. You are worthy. You know, you know we love you. I would love for you. You're welcome. I would love for you to tell everyone a little bit more about what you're doing in the world with your self-marriage program and what made you want to do it in in the first place, considering you're a freaking doctor. Like what made you want to go all the way in to inner work and inner healing as if that would make the world better? I mean, who would have thunk, right? (laughs) Well, it's a, it's a long and twisty tale as they, as they are usually, but I'll try to put it in a nutshell for you. Um, So I actually was married to myself in 2010, Mm -hmm. uh, a little festival called Burning Man. And, Mm -hmm. and it was just, I I found it in the program and it sounded interesting and a fun way to kick off the week. So my best friend and I uh, went through this ceremony together and the lovely facilitator just kind of talked about, it it was an understanding of what is it that you want in a partner? And then an exercise of finding in yourself that this that you could source this in yourself. Oh, I can make me laugh. Oh, I can be. I can support me when I'm sad. Oh, I can 
I can make me feel beautiful and sexy mm. or, or whatever the little things are that you're looking for in someone else. Wait, I can do that for myself. And it was just such an empowering experience for me, just this one hour. And then we married ourselves and there was a veil and the whole, all these strangers were our bridal party. And, and then the rest of the festival was our honeymoon. Mm. So first of all, just like that combination of deep and also yeah. fun, like really calls to me. So I, I enjoyed that. And it just stuck with me over the years. This was like my first year of medical school. And I, I went on to study. In, I'm, so I'm a naturopathic physician. We're actually trained to be primary care physicians. Mm -hmm. So I was on a different path. And, and then in my in my final year of school, I I watched a doctor at a conference who talked about this technique that he used that would, uh, you know, he started with a physical symptom and then by identifying the mental emotional root, often the childhood wound that was associated with it, you know, like tie a thread in between. Come on. Yeah. Then by, res by clarifying what that was and, you know, resolving it, helping the client to release it, then physical symptoms improved. And I was like, what are you doing? I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So I studied, I studied with him, Dr. Moshe Block, his technique is called holistic counseling. And I studied with him for six years and then got wow. certified in, in his practice. So then I just kind of had these two things, um, yeah. you know, this, this mind body practice that was really incredible. And uh, this idea of self-marriage. So I, I just taught, I tried to teach classes about behavior change and healthy lifestyle and thing like that and things like that in my, uh, uh, in my early years of practice. Mm -hmm. And every, every class I taught, like just turned into a course in self-marriage. I couldn't help it. It just like, it was like the, the relationship with yourself is just the center of it all for me. I just kept coming back to that. And, you know, friends would Lots of people ask me about it because I talked about it regularly. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm married to myself, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't need a boyfriend. <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the early years, you know, or like I, it's it became a source of my own confidence, yeah, and my own way to navigate the world. So yeah, I taught these classes in self marriage that just kind of you know I've, I came from in, think pieces I learned from other teachers and from mm -hmm. my own experience and ultimately developed a set of kind of skills. These are yeah. the skills that I've learned to have a solid relationship with myself, skills of self-kindness and forgiveness, self-expression, self-protection, self-honesty and self-trust. And then when I, uh, I came online in 2020, mm -hmm. like just actually before the pandemic, it was just a uh, good timing for me. Right, right. I decided to do that because I had moved kind of at the same time and didn't want to start a brick and mortar practice again. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't really clear on how to be a doctor online. I knew it's like a lot of gray, uh, mm -hmm. you know, legal territory. Yeah. So state it's like, state. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was just like this self-marriage thing. It's, this is definitely like, this is legal. I mean, it's not a real thing. Like I'm not going to get in trouble for teaching women the principles of self-love and how to marry right. themselves. So I just started doing that and people started mm -hmm. being into it and then it developed. And I uh, started working with clients with this mind body practice and, and we are the ones, this self-marriage 
program and community was born. And Which is an is. awesome community. I had the yeah. privilege and opportunity of doing a guest expert teaching mm-hmm. for one of your cohorts. And they were some really dynamic people. You have some great humans in there. Oh, I really do. I love them. It's, you know, the internet, especially these days, is a treacherous place. So if yes, you can find a, a little pocket where you feel uh, loved and supported and safe, hang out there, you know? And so I've, mm-hmm. I've really just our little Facebook community has become my little haven on the internet. Yeah, really. Sacred space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely sacred space. So I'm curious too, because I know a lot of the listeners that are um, tuning into Balance Bowley, both the brave men and those ambitiously bold women mm-hmm. that are here are in relationship. And they mm-hmm. felt like whether they're, you know, legally married or not, they're in some form of a partnership. And a lot of them typically come up with like, you know, I've been in this thing for five years, 10 years, however long, and I just don't feel like myself anymore. I feel like I've lost pieces of me along the way. And it's not necessarily, so this isn't a blame game, guys, for everyone that's listening. This isn't necessarily you pointing the finger at your forever love, your your spouse, your partner, like, oh, it's your fault. But you know that you've really compromised a lot of yourself and they're feeling like they need to marry themselves. Um, maybe again, if they've done it mm-hmm. you know, years prior, like how you said when you first started, you weren't in a relationship. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you allow life to happen and to support you and evolve and grow. So some of these people might have been like those independent, powerful, claiming themselves humans and then got lost um, in communication, right? Like yeah. with everything, what what do you teach for those women? Because I know you don't just work with single women. Right, yeah. The self-marriage is, it's not like a, a, a real legal thing. You don't get mm-hmm. like a certificate for it. So mm-hmm. like I said, yeah, it's just an idea, a, a practice of coming home to yourself, of knowing yourself, getting to know yourself and being brave enough to accept and love what you find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah. So for those women and men, you know, that mm-hmm. have uh, felt, feel like they've lost themselves in relationship or family or work. So often that happens when we have determined that some outside entity is yeah. going to, is going to give us happiness. Mm-hmm. We invest in that thing. We invest in that relationship because we've decided consciously or unconsciously at some point that this is where I'm going to get my joy. This is what's going to make my life good, you know, yeah. this business. So I'm going to pour everything into it uh, and then it's going to give back to me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and sometimes it does. Ideally, that's what happens. But I would just invite anybody that's in that situation now to just really let it sink in that that outside entity, be it the relationship or the business or the family Mm -hmm. is not the source of your happiness. You are. Yes. Um, I'm about to shake my maracas. You know how I am. Oh, now. (laughs) (laughs) You hit such a valuable point. Like at the end of the day, you're You are responsible with creating your reality, creating your balance, creating your joy for whatever the life is that you want. And yes, I hear your point. There's life that's happening on the outside of that. Those are 
there's expectations from the, the family. There's expectations, your fiscal responsibility to your business. Like, you know, you got to have that money to pay whatever that overhead is. And you have team and payroll and all that. Um, if it's your relationship, they didn't come in to just serve you. They want something out of it as well. So there's expectations that are happening in the midst of that. With all of that said, you still have to take ownership for what you truly want and who you want to become as you're in this process of discovering this next level of yourself. And what I know about your program from being, you know, on the peripheral as a guest expert and listening to the women and all the wonderful testimonials of what you were already providing for them is they felt more in tune to themselves, like who they are without the business, without the, the partner, without the expectations that maybe family had put on them. And sometimes it's easier to to say what you intend to do. Like, I'm just reclaiming my power. I'm just doing this, but not necessarily knowing how to do it. And I know you wanted to give um, a brief example of an exercise that people can do with themselves to, to just kind of tap in. Totally. Just to piggyback on that though, like, yes, you're so right. Like we don't live in a vacuum. Uh, we are connected yes. to everybody around us. So like what we do the decisions we have, like we, we do have responsibilities, you know, in the world, of course. Um, I just wanted to just like charge, uh, charge you guys up though, because really it occurred to me recently, often we're waiting for some, uh, I don't know, for some event to happen, for some, uh, some switch to turn inside to really claim, to be like, you know, to really take ownership, like you said, Mm -hmm. and, um, shift our perspective, but it's available to all of us at any one moment, you know, to, yeah. to really just to know, know right now, okay, I am in charge of my happiness. I can be, I can have joy right now if I want, you know, I can, I can take it on myself to learn new skills yes. so that I can, like, no one's going to do it for you. Yeah. So true. It's complete yeah. ownership. And it's, it's hard to do that. And much of the reason is because we are not being kind to ourselves, which I know you are a big believer in. I am. That is the foundational practice. So yeah, that's the, and also what I wanted to share um, with uh, y'all listening today is this practice I call undercover kindness. So it's, <laughs> it's like the, that. yeah, it's the, it's the first uh, it's, I, I share it in my, with anybody that will listen to me. And it's the first practice. Whenever I work with a new client, we focus on getting this um, practice in their life uh, because I believe in it so much. And I'll tell y'all how I came up with it. Well, I, I learned pieces from, it's nothing revolutionary as you'll see. It's very simple, but I, I worked this job that I hated before I, you know, before I started working for myself, I worked the nine to five that a lot of us just, we have to, to pay the bills, you know, my yeah. responsibility to, Absolutely. yeah. Uh, and, but I really didn't like the job. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't like the work I didn't, uh, and you know, or it was a, it was a toxic environment. We'll say that. And, um, so I had to like get through my days, <laughs> but I needed it. Right. So I started like doing these practices. So undercover kindness has three parts, breath, body, and internal dialogue. 
Mm -hmm. And the, and I'm going to walk you guys through examples of all three of them. But the idea is you do all three of them at once. It's undercover because (laughs) nobody's going to be able to tell that you're doing it. You can do it anytime when you're doing anything. It's better if you do it when you're doing mindless tasks, you know, and it's undercover kindness because this is a practice of self-kindness. And I promise you, if you commit to just practicing this, regularly through, throughout your day, it then being kind will come easily, to, more easily to you. This is how being kind to yourself can become your default state, how it can become a habit. And it's life-changing. Like what if you could just, what if being kind to yourself was just your default? Such, yeah, it's so, a game changer. Game changer. So I'm telling you guys, it's so simple. It, it's does, none of this stuff has to be super complicated. So undercover kindness is, uh, like I said, three parts. The first part um, is breath. So I'll walk you through how I, I came up with it when I was working this job. So I, I was like standing up all the time and like robot uh, doing the same exercise over and over. So while I was on the floor, as we say, I was, I just started paying attention to my breath, you know, and just like kind of dropping in and, you know, having some awareness that I was breathing. And I, I had a teacher who said, let your breath be imbued with kindness you know, and, and imaginative. Let it reach all the muscles that are getting sore, the place that's tense. Yes. And so I just, so first step is breath, just having awareness of breath. Okay. And then the next level is body. Hold your body in a loving way. So these are just three different ways we can be kind to ourselves. Breath, body. So that for me at that time, because I was walking around and working, it just meant like being aware of my posture, letting my yeah. shoulders relax, kind of tucking my hips and bending my knees a little bit. And, uh, and then after a while I started like dancing around, like how can, you know, I was just, I was making, paying attention to my body and making sure that I was holding it in a loving way. Um, I often recommend people do this first thing in the morning. So it might mean, you know, snuggling up in bed for a minute, or, you know, if you're, uh, folding laundry, uh, you know, letting your hands be really soft, you know, mm-hmm. or doing what you're doing with a lot of care and attention, uh, like driving. If you're doing it while you're driving, like maybe you don't have a death grip on the steering wheel, you know, <laughs> right, right. No, just wiggle, like, wiggle those fingers a little. Yeah. Just paying attention to your body, holding your body in a loving way. So, and then the third part is internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. I, this is like practice. This is, this is the stuff. Practice kind words to yourself. Um, so baseline is I love you to say, I love you. This feels awkward for everybody at first, but you got to push through that, you know, because this is what it is to be kind to yourself. You have to build a kind internal dialogue. So just nobody can hear you, you know, just practice it. You'll get used to it eventually. So I recommend, I love you. And then another easy first step in is like cheerleader vibes. Like you did a great job today, or I know you got a if you're doing it in the morning, you got a big day coming up. There's no reason this can't be the best day of your life. I'm so proud of you for for making it through that last thing that you did. You're such a cool person, you know, like you're going to you're going to do great. You deserve great things. I'm here for you. I love you. You know, just mm. like what or yeah, cheerleader vibes. I love you. And then those three things combined. Yeah. You can do anytime. Mm-hmm. And that is undercover kindness. Breath, body, internal dialogue, do it every day yeah. during some mundane task. And I promise you, it will change your life. 
it definitely makes a difference to build that muscle. You're also helping them to rewire, which is really important. Mm-hmm. When you can rewire what a lot of us are rote, right? Like we do things on autopilot. We, we don't even think about going into, I don't know, the, the bathroom or walking by for many of you who have apartments or houses where you have a, like a little bit of a foyer type of wall. You might have like a mirror there. Like a lot of people have mirrors right by their door that goes in and out of their main part of their home. And a lot of you don't even look in the mirror. You don't even, you don't even think to look in it. Unless you think something's wrong, li- listen to that. Unless you think something's wrong with mm-hmm. your face or your hair or your outfit, depending on how big the mirror is, you mm-hmm. don't even look at the mirror. You don't say thank you to your mm-hmm. body, to your face, to your style, to like, girl, you rocking them earrings, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. But you will stop and point out something wrong to yourself. That is mm-hmm. typically what a lot of us will do on autopilot without even thinking it. So that muscle was really strong. That mm-hmm. negativity bias muscle of like finding all the things that's wrong with yourself. Maybe you also, for those of you who have people around you, you might also do that with the people you love. Like you're quick to point out what's wrong with them and not mm-hmm. necessarily what's right. But to Dr. Aaron's point, if you can build this internal dialogue muscle of kindness, then it becomes a different type of autopilot mm-hmm. that you come in tune to, you start to look at yourself differently, feel yourself differently. Heck, you start feeling your own swag. Like, yes, honey, I didn't Mm -hmm. even realize how amazing I was. Like, I'm better now at 40, 50, 60, 70 than I thought that I would be because I was still holding myself to the the 20 year old version of myself that had the body, but didn't have the brains, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. on that same level or whatever was going on. And to your point, I hear you saying like, let's build that muscle and tune into your body so you can really be completely holistically connected. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's simple, but not easy. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's my favorite statement. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That a lot of inner work. It's really simple. There's nothing new under the sun guys, but when you have a method, when you have a blueprint, when you have a framework, like we Mm -hmm. are the ones, like when you're able to get some guidance and support, Versus you being in your head, questioning your same questions, answering your same questions over and over again. And it's just you and you alone Mm -hmm. with that old rope behavior, that old muscle that hasn't been built up to be kind and forgiving and loving to yourself. You need to consider support that is outside of yourself. Now, Dr. Aaron is not plugging herself here. I am plugging <laughs> Dr. Aaron, okay? Um, and the reality is because I know how important it is to be a receiver of having the work done. With all the quote unquote that I know as a clinical social worker, trauma specialist, sexologist, balance and relationship advisor, blah, 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 like the list goes on, I still needed it. And in fact, I needed it more so. I needed to make sure that I had someone like a Dr. Aaron outside of myself who could see the things that I couldn't because I was so up close to it and point out like, yep, Nikita, you got a lot of these things right. And you're missing some real serious gaps around Mm -hmm. yourself, around your mindset, around your internal dialogue, and they can hear it and help me, which is why you need to have someone outside of you that is just as dope as you are, but more (laughs) amazing in their space like Dr. Aaron. So I wanted to give a small plug that you did not ask for. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, I'll take it. But <laughs> I also want to say, like, just if not, if not me, somebody, especially yes. with this, uh, we've been in the pandemic now for quite some time. 
And, you know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And we are all suffering from this. I don't think there's one human that has escaped the um, the impacts that this has had in, on our lives. And especially now. So we're, we're in this kind of pressure cooker and um, our all the wounds and the issues for many of us have been amplified. Yeah. And also for many of us, many of us, we have been isolated. And so it's so important to take whatever opportunities we have to connect. And I know, yeah, you know this with your experience, but we can do all the self-healing we work we want to on our own. And I encourage that, you know, like we all, all of this work, ultimately we're the ones that do it. So exploration on our own is an important part of the process, but to be held and witnessed and seen in our healing is such a gift. It's such a gift. And really that's, sometimes that's all we need is just Mm -hmm. to be seen and held and honored Mm -hmm. and to know that it's okay that we think this messed up thing or that we feel this broken way. Yeah. No, I, I feel that completely. I've been referencing the pandemic personally as an unsolicited disruptive gift. Um, no one requested this thing, right? Like no, none of us said like, hey, I feel like we should be, you know, our life should be turned upside down for the next year and a half or however long at this point. Um, and it's extremely disruptive, even for the businesses that were able to leverage the disrupt- disruption, like the tech space type mm-hmm. businesses and such um, that have had booms, you know, for, for mm-hmm. them. It doesn't mean that it still wasn't disruptive on so many levels, even if they found or created a way, excuse me, to be able to leverage that disruption. It has impacted everyone. I can think of a call that I literally just got two days ago with someone who's endearing and close to me whose husband has COVID pneumonia and who's two seconds from literally being intubated and they're feeling completely lost, Mm. who stayed in the bubble, who didn't go anywhere, who did, you know, who followed all the rules Mm -hmm. and still, um, you know, is facing this very serious challenge that I pray and I stand in healing. I pray and I stand in recovery and I'm aware that I don't have control over the final outcome of this. And neither does my good friend who's, who's forever love her husband is suffering with this and having to, you know, nurture her teenage daughter through this process who's scared to death of all these things. And that's at a more intimate, personal, medical level, right? Like with with that, but there's so many layers that go outside of that, that we know that you all are experiencing because we've experienced it too on so Mm -hmm. many different things. And it has impacted your mental health to go from feeling like, you know, you were maybe thriving before all this happened. And now you're back into survivor mode, which you struggle to get out of. Maybe you were already in survival mode and this threw a wrench in, in the cogwheel for you that makes you really feel like you're mm-hmm. five, you know, five paces back where you were and you now in a deeper hole and you're not sure how to connect with yourself, let alone any anyone else. This is why I stand in. Yes, the self-healing that you do with yourself is part of the process and it is important. But when you are super, super dark into a rabbit hole, you need someone to throw you that ladder. You still have to climb the steps, right? Like you still mm-hmm. have to do the work. But having someone that you can trust to give you the ladder and to Dr. Aaron's point to witness your climb and to say, it's, you, you got tired of that third step. It's okay. Take a breath. Mm-hmm. 
tune yeah. into your body. Let's do the inner kind work. Like let's do the three steps that Dr. Aaron just, you know, walks you through, but just being safely in that space with someone who can give you that nurturing witness in that sacred space, I think is really, really crucial. So I have mm-hmm. to ask you, Dr. Dr. Aaron, with all that you're doing for so many other women and those few brave men mm-hmm. out there that um, are wanting to practice self-marriage to really get re-entuned to the deepest parts of themselves creatively, brilliantly, and, and all the ways that they need, how are you able to give yourself permission to pause? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that this undercover kindness practice, I actually, I do it as much as I can all day, every day. You know, I, it's like a, a living meditation yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah, I really do. It, it, that's where it all starts. But I also, I'm my, I am of the, the type, like I, my perpetual pattern is to overdue and to like stack my to make my list too long I'm like I have to this you know we we teach we teach what we need right yes yes so how do I give myself permission to pause I guess for me I kind of I have like what I call a a holy trinity that in my of self-care things that I do in my life and Mm. every morning meditate read and take a walk. They don't all three have to happen in the morning, but I find if I do those, uh, those three things with regularity that I, um, that I can, that I have more balance in my, in my life also dance. But in terms of like, how do I, how do I give myself permission to do it? Those are my favorite ways to pause, you know, and dancing, but I, this it's it you know like as with everything with me it comes back down to my relationship with myself it's i see that it's a, it's a needed part of the path and i consider it a gift an offering you know because i love myself and i want myself to flourish and I ultimately I want myself to enjoy my life and I know that I'm not meant to just be a you know a rat in a on a wheel Mm-mm. or that robot that you had to be way back yeah. when yeah yeah when you discovered your your what did you call it the undercover undercover kindness, kindness. yeah <laughs> undercover kindness yeah so be, yeah as a the per- permission is a, a gift yeah it is a complete gift. But yeah. go ahead. Yeah. We all deserve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hands down all the time. I So I love this on so many levels. How can people connect with you? Okay. So I, my favorite place to uh, meet new women. Okay. So I do work with some men, but um, my, uh, my Facebook group, the Heart Healing Sisterhood, is really just the, the best place to connect. Like I said earlier, it's a, oh, you guys should just come and check it out. It's so supportive <laughs> and there's uh, like so many amazing women there sharing their paths and we're doing stuff in there all the time. Just next week, we have our big kind of like intro to self-marriage workshop. It's called Become the One for You. And we, we run that several times per year. But yeah, so if you're listening now and a woman, please come 
uh, woman or female identifying, please come to the sisterhood. Otherwise, uh, if, if you're a, a man interested in this work, you can check me out on Instagram or there'll be links in the bio for my website. You can come check out. But uh, yeah, I would, I would love to connect with y'all. Uh, don't you love her y'all do you guys hear that the y'all uh, yeah I'm from North Carolina <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was going to get you to tell uh, where your accent was from at some point it, uh, it, it doesn't come up all the time but it, it hits every yeah. once in a while <laughs> <laughs> it does I don't know how that happens it, it comes and goes I haven't lived there since I was 18 and I've had to in order to be understood by other English-speaking humans I've had to really tone it down but it does come out sometimes no I, I tease um, all of my uh, friends with diverse accents that you know come from all over the world that when you're really really excited and when you're really angry it comes yeah. out strong now of course you weren't angry in this entire you know, episode, right? No. But you were very excited at the end, like, right? Yeah. Like, come on, y'all, come on over here. Get over here, y'all. Come on over. I love it so much. Oh, Dr. Aaron, I really appreciate your time. I honor this space that you created. You guys don't know, but it's like six something in the morning for her right now. And as we record this podcast, so I appreciate you rising up and stepping in fully for this moment and just sharing so much of your heart with everyone that's here listening, tuning in uh, live and on replay as they get an opportunity to hear this over and over and over again mm -hmm. over the next couple of years that we will keep this on our Balance Boldly podcast. Yay. So yeah. thank you for that. I'm my pleasure, my honor. Thank you so much, all of you, and especially Nikita for showing up how you do. I love being part of your circle. Ah, stop it. You know, I love it too. It's mutual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Balance Bowley listener, is Dr. Aaron Moore not beautiful, wonderful, healing, and super in tune? That's not really a question. It's really more of a statement of fact, but I want you to feel like you're a part of this conversation, which is why I framed it like a pseudo question. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. As always, if you are new to the Balanced Bully podcast, make sure that you subscribe so you get all the notifications of when we're going live. Review this so you can commit your commitment to literally commit your commitment to the Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio gods, like whoever is listening to this on the platforms, that this is a show that you want more of. It sends all kinds of algorithm signals when you review and you rate this. So make sure you do that. But more important than anything, share this episode with one person that you can think of that can benefit from the undercover kindness that Dr. Erin Moore walked you through. It's one of her proprietary exercises that she just gave you for free. So please make sure you share this with some one other person, a brave man or an ambitiously bold woman. It doesn't matter. Just share it with one. That is the most important request that I can ask you because I know it is healing and I know that it is game changing. And I appreciate you fully and truly in advance for your share. As always, if you want more information from me, you can follow me at Ask Nikita anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, all the places. And if you're not already a part of the Certified Selfish Facebook group for married women entrepreneurs, yes, you do have to be a married woman entrepreneur who's in a monogamous loving relationship. Uh, please come over. And if you are not that person, just go to bigpro.com and go ahead and look at our calendar and say, Nikita, I'm a brave man and I need to talk to you about your power couple programs. And I'm happy to have that conversation too. Outside of this, I want you to continue to create your joy 
and make sure that you do it boldly. Talk to you next week.